You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you are the very first guest. What should we name this? It's like a video podcast where we tell stories. Welcome to Socks Shooter, Socksy Minutes, Yakety Socks, Fort Socks. It's gold. This is Long Socks. I think we got it. So I'm here with uh, Ricky Cobb. Ricky is a professor in Palos Hills. Uh, he's at Moraine Valley Community College. That's not why you're here. It's not. No, no. no. It's be. It's it's the best. Twitter account that if you don't know about it, you have to follow it. Super 70s Sports. It is indeed. And uh, I see that the check that I wrote you has already paid off. That was a wonderful <laughs> statement about Super 70s Sports. So thrilled to be here and let's talk 70s. Let's do it. So right now, if you go on, I think it's like 200 and 250, something like that, 200 plus thousand followers. Yeah, about 256, give or take a few, uh, uh, 256,000. So, uh, yeah, we got a few followers now, so pretty cool. If you are nostalgic, if you know anything about the 70s, or you like funny, that's where to go. So I want to know, where did this all come from in your brain? Well, really, the story is simple. I was a guy who was teaching college, loved my job, great gig, I've been at it for 16 years, but I need that release, right? A little bit of comedy, a little bit of sports, a little bit of nostalgia, these passions of mine. And so I was looking for a way to merge that together. And the result is this Twitter account. And some people seem to like it. So it, it's been a pretty good endeavor so far. Uh, as somebody who collected those little helmets. Oh yeah. I well, mean, I that's what sucked me in. Well, which little helmets? The, the Sunday helmets? The So both, the Sunday yeah. helmets and the little ones that you'd put the coin oh, in the yeah. machine and you'd turn the thing and oh. sometimes it would resist you a little bit, but you'd turn further and you have oh. to have, I got like yeah. 50 Eagles helmets. <laughs> and occasionally you would get lucky and get two. Yes. You know, some kid before you just gave up. The worst one to get, no question about it, the Browns. Oh yeah. No, no decal. It's a color. It was, yeah, it was just, a, it was a complete waste of a quarter. No What's, offense, Cleveland. No, none taken, Baker Mayfield. Uh, what, what is your favorite post to this point? Well, I guess my favorite would be the one that got the greatest response. And that was the tweet that I did a couple of years ago with Howard Cosell, Caitlyn Jenner, then Bruce Jenner, uh, and OJ Simpson. And the caption, there were a lot of different directions I could go with that. And mm -hmm. I just said, I've, I've been to the future and you're not going to believe this. So that one kind of went viral and uh, got some play, and I guess it's my greatest hit. How do you come up with this stuff? Like, what what lives inside of your skull? Well, that's for a team of psychiatrists to evaluate, probably. Um, I have a weird mind, I suppose, and uh, I finally found a good use for, for it. So uh, it's nice to have an outlet for many years of misspent thoughts and wasted time and high school teachers that I wasn't paying any attention to while I was thinking about things like Gorman Thomas's batting average. Which which is your favorite Gorman Thomas batting average for his <laughs> career? Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot. What, what was his career? His career batting average was probably about 232. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's I, close. I, what I like is it's it's an outlet for random stuff. That just pops up and you're like, oh man, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, it's, uh, I always tell people that it's kind of a, 
it's kind of like having a class reunion with uh, with people that you didn't actually go to high school with, but you but you may as well have because if you grew up during a certain time period, there's there's kind of this shared experience that I think we have, and certain things are evocative and and bring back those memories of what it was like to be ten or twelve or, or fourteen years old. We're gonna play a game here. We're gonna we're gonna test your critical ability on the spot. But first, before we do that, I want to know who the follower you have that you're most proud of is. Oh my gosh. You can that, pick a couple. That is really, really a statement. Well, I I will say a couple of guys that uh, that I've uh, become friendly with. Uh, Rob Lowe is a, is a follower and actually I've gotten to know his brother Chad very well. We're, we're starting up a, uh, an apparel line together, uh, Chad and I. So Rob Lowe is, is, a, is, a, is one that I would mention that I have affection for. The, uh, the people who were on board early are the people that you kind of appreciate. And, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Is, a, is another guy that I've gotten to know a little bit, uh, a terrific guy. So, but there, but there are really too many. It's one of those things where I, I don't want to insult anyone with, it, with an omission, but uh, I'm grateful for every follower, the, the famous and, and the not famous alike, you know, because I, I do it for the people that enjoy it. And uh, every single follower is important to me. What an awesome thing. Thank you. Yeah. Now we're going to test you. Oh, boy. We want to see what you have to say oh, about all these 70s all right. jerseys. All right, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Jersey number one, we're in Detroit. We're in Detroit. Denny McLean, 31 game winner in 1968, a guy that could really bring it, a Cy Young Award winner. A very simplistic, minimalist approach here from the Tigers. It works. Probably the best part about this photo are, are the glasses. Oh, they're, they're golden. I'd like to see some more of those. Those you see glasses like that now and again on relief pitchers today. I want to see more starting pitchers that just go with that. Maybe you could have a line with Rob Lowe's brother that's ophthalmology as well. Well, you know what? I think ding ding ding. We've got an idea here. Are you gonna Are you gonna want to cut of that idea? Super seventy specs. Oh. You know what I like about this one too, and I, I, I assume based on reading your stuff that you'll agree that the old English D on the hat still lives. It still lives, and, and you know what you see too often with uniforms are teams making change for the sake of change, I think. And unfortunately, we got a lot of teams in Major League Baseball today that I think are not wearing their best ensemble. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think maybe some teams would be advised to, to go back to, to previous looks. But the Tigers, uh, for the most part, they have stayed with the classics, and I think that they were smart to do so. Looks a little like a t-shirt that got printed at a, uh, a local store. It, it, like a it, little bit. It may have been done at the local screen printer. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, number two. Ah, well, that looks like Eddie Brinkman to me. And uh, classic senators look. Um, you got a lot. You gotta love the hat. I like the I like the red piping there on the hat, which is nice. You don't see that often anymore. That W is a you know it's a little wall greens. Yeah. Esh. Yeah, I would say. Well, the Nationals got into a little hot water with that. Well, they, uh, you know, I and, and I got to say, Todd Radom is is a is a good friend of mine, and he's the guy who designed the Nationals' current uniform set. So Todd's my guy, and I I got to back him on his uh, stylistic decisions. But uh, that the cursive W sometimes uh, may evoke Walgreens. Uh, I like the nice script across the front there. Again, a simple flannel, late '60s, early '70s sort of. Uh, uh, pre-double knit era uniform, but uh, I would say that's a pretty strong look. You're into flannel? I, I, uh, I like the old school flannel look. I think it's a classic. 
Yeah. Not lumberjack flannel, but right. baseball flannel. Yeah, we were getting a little uh, outdoorsman yeah. there. Uh, number three. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, see, now we're getting into the Super 70s. And, of course, that's Reggie uh, taking, a, taking a nice hack. The A's, really one of the first teams to uh, mix and match, right? And we see a lot of mixing and matching in 21st century baseball. Some of these uniform sets, the Diamondbacks, I, I don't know what they're going to look like from day to day. The A's, it was it was kind of nice when the A's did it. Later on, Pittsburgh uh, got a little crazy in the late 70s. Maybe they're, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Maybe they'll be here. But uh, I love uh, the A's dynasty look from the 70s. Number four. Ah, there's, there there's my guy. Doc Ellis, of course, threw a, a no-hitter on LSD, 1970, in San Diego, yep. uh, is the story. Now, that is... That's kind of your classic uh, late 60s, early 70s, Roberto Clemente, early Willie Stargell era Pirates uniform that's taken at Shea Stadium, probably by a Topps photographer. They, they had so many photos taken at Shea in those days. Um, classic look, again, the old flannel, the, the vest with the t-shirt underneath. So uh, yeah, that's a classic look. So every team would come through New York and that's where they'd get their pictures taken. New York on the East Coast and Candlestick was popular on the West and the Coliseum as well. Yeah, I think Topps employed probably three photographers from, you know, two different cities. And that's how they got about 90% of their photos. Smart. All right, next one. Well, there's Tom Terrific, the franchise. Tom Seaver. Uh, that, that's a nice uh, look there. Classic Mets. Uh, one of the things that you see here, you know, he's wearing the windbreaker under the jersey. I, I love the the old 70s photos where you got guys wearing windbreakers under their jersey. It's a look that has fallen out of favor. You got to be, you can't be, you can't be too chunky and pull that one off. It's tough. You know, you know, I, I, I throw on a jersey sometimes and I look like I'm wearing a windbreaker underneath it, but there's no windbreaker. You don't have a windbreaker on today. I, I do not have a windbreaker on today. For clarity's sake. For clarity's sake. This is just, this is just a lifetime of poor dietary decisions. <laughs> I, what I like too about these photos is that it looks like the entire world is in like a Wonder Years flashback. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 the trees in the background, it looks like this was taken down at the local high school field. So we don't get that anymore. We don't. You, you, you have a lot of tops cards in the 1970s with cars in the background, too. Just it's like a parking lot yeah. in the background with some of these. I, you don't get enough uh, tops cards these days with just Buicks. <laughs> or just the rows of shopping carts. Rows of shopping carts. Yeah. yeah. It's like, if you go through a 1970s top set, it's fun just to see what photo bombs some of these cars. What else, wait, what else pops up? It's just cars? Well, you Mostly know, cars? there are cars in the background, trailers. There's a great, uh, there's a great Biff Pokoroba card from 1976. And Biff is probably at spring training and there's like a trailer up on like blocks behind the, behind the guy. And it's kind of like, well, I don't know. Was that, was that where he was hanging out between games? Was somebody living there? Was, yeah, there's so many questions. I'd, I'd read a book that was just stories of backdrops of cars. <laughs> yeah, I would too. All right, nice. Maybe that book needs to be written. Let's do it. Call the Lowe family. Next. Oh my goodness. Oh, those are so good. Well, let's see here. What do we have? Is that Bob Love, Jerry Sloan, and Tom Borwinkle, I think? Uh, boy, you gotta love, uh, you gotta love those uh, warm-up tops. Why don't we have those in all of our uh, gift shops here in Chicago? You know, that's a great, I have not seen one of those in a long, long time. 
people would buy them in a heartbeat, I think. Would they not? And and this is another this is a pet peeve, actually. If if, if you guys are gonna go MBA on me, I'm gonna give you an MBA take here. Let's do it. Um the pregame warm-up outfit is a lost art. If you if you look back at the 1980s, particularly, it is amazing how some of these teams look. The Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, the Lakers, and this is another one of my million dollar. I think that we need to go into business together. Look, I'm in. I, I've got my I wallet on you. me. If you okay. want to, yeah, you can start. You, you can write me. Well, I like the way that this is going to start. If it yeah. means money's coming to me, but I will say this: um, I want to offer vintage 1970s and 80s NBA warmups in adult pajamas. And I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of men our age in America that would absolutely be in for this. So, as I'm looking, I think it's a grand idea. Do you want to sleep in comfort and look like a soda jerk? <laughs> That's, and you can accomplish, but why choose? Why not both, right? I <laughs> right. reject the tyranny of or. Right. I, I agree with I that. actually think it's a grand idea. I love it. And I also love the fact, and, and you gotta love the big man here. I, I love the fact that Guys could be in the NBA and just look like, you know, your your neighbor that's working down at the sawmill. Absolutely. Yeah. Just bearded is all get out. Bearded is very rustic woodsman <laughs> yeah, right. type look. Yeah. I'm sure he had some flannel in his wardrobe. Blair Witch Project extra sort of feel. <laughs> oh, well, there's the big man. Uh, you know, I had the pleasure of meeting Ar artist Gilmore uh, last year at the ABA's 50th reunion anniversary in really? Indianapolis. A very nice guy, uh, one of the largest, most immense human beings that I've ever met. And for me, one of the icons of 1970s basketball coolness. He, uh, of course, came to the Bulls out of the ABA when the two leagues merged in 1976. He was, he was a Kentucky Colonel and won an ABA title there in 75, came to Chicago and Obviously did some good things here, but one of my favorite players, the Afro is off the charts. Uh, there's a, you know, there, there's a lot of things to like about this photo. This guy was was a bad man. The script, Chicago. Where do you stand on that? I pro. Oh yeah. Strong pro. That's early Michael Jordan script right there, and uh, all in favor of it. I, I like seeing that Chicago repped on the road. So uh, I, I would like to see that come back. I would too. I'm in for that. And the wristbands are strong too. Yeah, by the oh, way. that's a good point. Wristbands, like marshmallow wristbands, like large marshmallow wristbands. Large bands. ones. I mean, you used to see it a lot. Guys would just wear wristbands even when they weren't involved in particularly physically uh, right. difficult activities. You would guys in bands. You know, right. You have a drummer, Mick Fleetwood's back there pounding away with his wristbands on. You know, so we need wristbands. Terry Cloth is uh, is still good. Ah, okay. A lot of touching here. A lot of touching here. A lot of here. touching. Yeah, you know, they're uh, getting in touch with each other. Uh, look at those sneakers. How would you like to put a uh, multi-million dollar investment, certainly in today's world, in those kind of low-top sneakers and just run the guy out there for 48 minutes and see what happens to his ankles? Yeah, it seems like there's not a lot of safety not a built lot. in. I'm going to tell you what, those those sneakers are so jacked up, I wouldn't mow my lawn in them. You wouldn't? I well, okay, I might. But I'm looking for the I'm looking for the green grass stains on that, right? Because those are the those are your dad's sneakers that are out in the garage, and he he pulls them out to mow the lawn. But uh, obviously, that's a tough assignment. There, that is a uh, that is co-pilot Roger Murdoch. Yes. Uh, right, no doubt, hoping to uh, get the game over before overtime so that he can make his flight. Never put it on autopilot. 
Never ever put it on autopilot. Bad things happen. No, terrible. Bad things, things happen. I was gonna when you said that about not mowing your lawn, and I was I'm imagining that you are one of the few people who would mow their lawn in those shoes. So I was a little disappointed <laughs> on behalf of the shoes, honestly. Well, you know what? You can't really get shoes like this anymore. I that, that's for what problem. reason I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know why we, we we just bypass this in our shoe technology, and uh, you know even if you go to shoe carnival and you're trying to get a cheap pair. Yeah, uh, it's hard to pull off sneakers like this. But I'll tell you something else: tall socks, tall socks with stripes, always solid. Yeah, pull the socks up to the knees. Yeah, so that's the look. The Adrian Dantley, uh, late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, n next. Well, Dick right. Butkus. Well, there's the guy. I mean, he's kind of the quintessential. I will tear your head off and uh, and laugh while I'm doing it. Uh, linebacker in the NFL. Look at all the athletic tape around the around the uh, the arms there. One thing I love about the old school NFL is these guys used to tape themselves up, particularly offensive linemen uh, back in the day, and I know they were loading it up. There were four, it was like it was like old school WWF. Yep. They had the foreign objects loaded in there and it was everything that you could get away with. I Brass knuckles. Brass knuckles and the things that were going, people getting bitten at the bottom of the pile and, and everything else and you know, certainly we want a safe uh, NFL, but uh, I do kind of miss the days when anything went. And Dick Butkus, certainly, it's kind of hard to imagine Dick Butkus playing in this era where if you brush up against the quarterback, uh, that's going to draw a flag. I don't don't think he would have taken very kindly to some of the penalties that I saw called in the playoffs this year. No. Uh, thought bubble for Dick Butkus as he sits there and stares. I'm going to kill someone in this game, perhaps two people. Yeah, that's one. That, no, that very much looks like that's what exactly. Or, or, or he, you know, or he could be thinking about what he's going to eat after the game. I don't. He's probably thinking a person. He may be thinking it may be a person. It may be someone that he uh, carts off the field from the other team, and he will have as an entree later. And. Uh, I don't know. You know, some of those Bears teams that D Dick was on weren't the greatest. He might be sitting there thinking, you know, we, we we scored three freaking points. I've done everything that I can do yet again this week, and we scored three freaking points. That's a, that's an alternative theory. No no thoughts about hang time at that point. <laughs> no th no real thoughts about <laughs> no hang thoughts time about at that. that point. No. Next. Oh wow, that looks like Dick Tidro to me. And uh, there's a lot to like about this. Uh, th this is probably my favorite Sox jersey. Even though I'm the 70s guy, I love those uh, 83 unis, that era. The stirrups, that's one thing that we haven't really mentioned, but stirrups, I'm very pro stirrups. We need to get guys, more guys, not just wearing their their pants higher you know, with the, with the socks, but I want real stirrups. Yeah. Real actual stirrups like I wore in Little League. He's wearing the nice Converse red cleats there. Very nice. That's a great look. And I, I love that look. Whenever the socks break out this look now, that's those are my those are my favorite games to watch visually. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday home games. Uh, what what do you like most about those? Well, you know, I for one thing, I would like to see teams move away from the button downs a little bit. You know, pullovers became the thing in the 70s. Double knit was all the rage, right around the time that we were getting all these multi-purpose ballparks, the the concrete donuts, yep. right? The riverfronts, the three rivers. Absolutely, Veterans Stadium and so forth. 
we started seeing teams move into the artificial turf. And around that same time, they started going beltless, the Sansa belt, mm-hmm. uh, uni pants, the pullover tops. It was a different look and it ran its course, I guess, in, in people's minds. And we went back to belts and button downs and more of that traditional style back around the late 80s. And of course, we've kind of stayed with that for the last few decades. And I guess I'm hoping that maybe the 70s and the 80s will get a second look now as, as we move further away from it. Maybe people will start to see some of these things as classic rather than just garish or gimmicky, which I think is how people saw it at the time. Well, as you say that, it strikes me that Hollywood is doing a lot of recreations of old shows. Indeed. And television is doing the same thing. So why not bring back some of the old looks? Everything old is new again, eventually. And I would like to see this. Now, teams are going there for... Uh, certain nights of the week or certain occasions, but I would like to see teams go back. I want to see the first team. Somebody's going to be the first team that goes with a primary uniform that is just a pullover. And once that happens, maybe we'll see a few more dominoes fall and we'll get a little more variety. I I like variety. So if we had a mixture of traditional button down teams, I don't want to see the Dodgers do that. I don't want to see the Yankees do that, but some teams could do that. And I think that they would look really good. And to me, visually, the more that we vary things up, I think that's nice. I think too many teams today um, look alike. Yeah, they gravitate toward one another. And, and the San Diego Padres are a good example of that. They are allegedly, from what I understand, they're going to go back to the Brown next really? year. So I think that's a positive development because they took one of their defining characteristics, that brown and yellow combination. Orange-ish yeah. thing. All of that, the Taco Bell uniform or the Burger King uniforms, as, yeah. as people used to say. But uh, but it made the Padres different. And the Padres don't have a history of world championships to, to lean on. Uh, so why not embrace what makes you you and what makes you different? And I'm excited that the pods are going to go back to brown next year. There's, there's good advice for the kids out there, too, in that. Just be you. Be you. Do yourself. Don't try to be like somebody else. Be you. If I've learned anything from this Twitter account, Jason, it's just, I'm going to be me. If people like it, that's great. If they don't like it, there's other forms of entertainment out there for them. But uh, life's too short to pretend to be somebody else. I love that. It got deep all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I didn't I, intend for that to be $150 for that hour <laughs> of my time. Uh, next. Oh, yeah. Wilbur Wood, who Wilbur started Wood. and lost both games of a doubleheader. Yes, he did. Which is, uh, which is incredible. Look that up. It's, a, it's true. This is a nice look. The zippered front uh, 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 there in the early 1970s. I always think of these as the Dick Allen jerseys. Me too. Because Dick Allen was uh, you know one of the most fearsome players uh, in baseball history. A Hall of Famer in my book. I think that... Baines is in. I would like to see Dick Allen uh, join him there because I think he's every bit as deserving. Nice uh, shoulder patch there. Uh, some people don't like these jerseys because they think that the White Sox shouldn't have worn so much red. I never really saw that as a problem myself. What, what do you think? The Red Sox wear white. Right? It's just I fair. Agree. I think it's fair. I think that that's a great look. And I would like to see the Sox break that look out now and again. By the way, uh, in your pantheon of pictures, where does uh, Dick Allen with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth (laughs) rank? Well, my favorite Dick Allen photo is one that was on the cover of Sports Illustrated in the early 70s. He's working on a heater right there in the dugout, and he's juggling baseballs. And if anybody doesn't like that Dick Allen is working on a heater and juggling baseballs, 
you be the one to go up to him and tell him that you don't like it. Because yeah, your opinion will change soon. Yes, it will. Dick Allen does what Dick Allen wants to do. Any man that swings, whatever, what do you have, like a 42-ounce bat? It was insane. He just pulled a tree out of the ground and walked to home plate. Anybody that does that, I'm not going to criticize his choice of dugout activities. No. Uh, next. Aha. Uh -huh. What do we get? Is that, is that Belton Bill see. Melton there? Looks like it might maybe. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I believe it is. Uh, you know, you got you, Bill's going with the bag. He's old love. now, so I yeah. can't tell. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. I'm just going to walk up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill, you look great. Um, interesting stirrups there because they're going with the white hose over over blue, which unconventional choice. Um, Again, the the flannel era. This is a, a a nice look. I like the script Chicago there. You're not saying what I'm what I'm thinking, but you're kind of saying it. These are not my favorite White Sox jerseys. Yeah, that would be another another way that yeah. you could say it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be more diplomatic than that. But well, since when is Super Seventies sports diplomatic? You know, that's a have good you point. read your own stuff? That's actually a really good point. These jerseys suck. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, I I will say that uh, Bill batting glove usage there, which. You had a lot of guys still in that era that yeah. were just, you know, but and it was really more of a golf glove. That, that might that might actually be a golf glove because a lot of guys in that era. They, it actually kind of looks like yeah, one, doesn't they, it? They would just use like a like a Titleist glove uh, there. But uh, the Sox have had so many iconic jerseys. I actually forget about those. That one makes I, that one actually makes me think of Carlos May. Yeah. Who uh, was who's an answer to a trivia question? He may be the only. I think he's the only major league player who ever wore his birthday on his back which was may 17th oh so there you go interesting yeah uh these jerseys these jerseys are all right c plus but the socks have had a lot of better jerseys yeah agree okay well there's the man uh love that's love, a jersey right that. there that's a jersey bring back the road blues please if anyone in a position of power with a major league organization sees this, bring back the road blues. Unless, of course, you're the Padres or something like that. Which but, I'm not. <laughs> but I'll tell, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something right now. The Brewers, the Twins, the Rangers, the Cardinals, the White Sox. Road blues, please. Yes, please. Uh, classic. You got to love the batting helmets back in the days when they looked like nacho helmets. I, I understand I would want an ear flap. I would want a cheek flap. I would want all of that protection. I'm not dumb, but there's something about that first base coach, third base coach look that we have today that I still love because it looks like you could just flip that thing right over and scoop up some nachos and, and you're all good to go. But that is actually one of my favorite Sox jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And with that guy wearing it, uh, it looks even better. Bad dude. Well, you can see here Bob Lemon and Larry Doby, a couple of Hall of Famers. Uh, Bill Vec is a genius. Bill Vec did a lot of crazy things. He did a lot of things that were extremely innovative. And the guy loved baseball, right? So it's hard not to love Bill Vec. He loved a good time and he loved baseball. And these jerseys, the, the, the roadies there, I believe, right, uh, are a nice look. Obviously, I approve of the cap. Obviously, I approve of the jersey uh, limb there. Looks like he's wearing a pretty sweet windbreaker. So uh, these make me think of my man Chet Lemon. Yes, sir. And, and there you go. And there's the roadrunner, Ralph Gar. Um, what can you say about the shorts? I can't tell you how many people who found out that I was going to be uh, coming out tonight and throwing out the first pitch at the game, they told me, 
wear the shorts and wear the socks. And that's an easy thing to tell another man to do. Mm -hmm. It's a little harder to pull the trigger on those shorts because I don't have thighs like Ralph Gar. I mean, look at those. But you can just be you. I mean, you said it earlier. I don't think that I don't think that I can pull it off. I'm just going to be honest with you. Ralph Gar, he he's a man who is worthy of that uniform. And I also have to say, I I would not want to besmirch any of the fine men of the 1976 Chicago White Sox by presuming yep. that I'm worthy enough to wear that uniform. But the jersey you're okay with wearing. The jersey I'm okay with wearing. Okay. The shorts, however. So there's no besmirching in this general area. I don't feel that I can besmirch from the waist up. Okay. The besmirchment comes from the waist down. And look, they they wore these for, what, three games? Yeah. Uh, it, that needs to be left alone. That's special. Some things are sacred. The, the shorts are sacred. The only men who belong to that exclusive club are rightfully the men who were a part of that team. That was a very stately way of saying, I'm wearing pants. That was a very stately way of saying, I like blue jeans. Yeah, sure. one more picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here we have the Hamburglar, yeah. obviously. Uh, always trying to steal the french fries and, and the burgers. And, oh, wait, hang on. I, hang on. I'm being told that that is actually Hawk Harrelson. Yeah, I, I was going to uh, say, I an easy mistake. before. An easy mistake to make. That is, that is the Hawk. Look, I mean, speaking of doing yourself, I, I think that this is when being yourself can go wrong. There's there's a point at which being yourself might, you might go past the target off into something a little different. But hey, look, uh, you got to love the Hawk. The world would be a more boring place if we didn't have individuals. And uh, who, who's more Chicago? Who do you associate with this team in recent years? Uh, you know, than the Hawk. You, you you had a tall order coming in. and Taller and, than that hat. Fill it. Well, I'm, let me tell Barely, you something. But I, I'm glad that you didn't have to fill that hat what? because that may not have been possible. It looks like uh, Waldo and Carmen Sandiego got together. And did and acid. Gave, right. And gave uh, their clothes to Elton John. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, it, it looks a lot like... Uh, Somebody from Little House on the Prairie uh, got arrested and went to jail yeah. where they obtained the sunglasses of a uh, 1940s Hollywood starlet, perhaps. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Yeah. I think that may be the story behind that picture, actually. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, so, some people can get away with this stuff, and Hawk's one of them. Yes, he can. He could He could wear a lot of stuff and pull it off. Dadgummit? Dadgummit. Yeah. Stay fair, you won't. <laughs> Stretch. Yeah, we we have already stretched. I think. <laughs> I uh, think we have. So rate yourself in this jersey that you're wearing. Um, in this th this jersey is is very solid. I'm I'm feeling like I'm a solid eight out of ten right now uh, in this look. It's kind of hard to miss with this look, I, and, and and appropriate for almost any occasion. Right? If I wasn't already married and my beautiful wife is is over over here somewhere, uh, th this might be worthy of a wedding. Uh, I, I would I would go to the altar in this. The look I'm getting from in the corner suggests maybe not. Uh, yeah. No, that it is a good look, and we thank you for coming. I mean, this has been awesome. Jason, a nice run through of uh, some history here. A great pleasure, my friend. Thank you for having me. Super seventies sports. I'm serious. I'm not lying. You're gonna laugh every day, multiple times a day. It's great stuff. He's not lying. It's great stuff, and his humility is awesome. <laughs>